Yo, what is going on, everybody? It's your boy, Marshall, live, and I am actually pre-recorded this time. Uh, I think that we are going to be moving. I don't think, I know we're going to be moving to a, a pre-recorded show. So although I won't be coming to you live, I'm still going to be delivering to you guys my life, uh, how it's going down, what I'm learning, what you can learn from it with a massive focus, literally on just this, this calling, this feeling I have to return to like an ancestral style of living, uh, which is why I think I've been called to the mountains, why I left San Diego and the high rise and the speaking and entrepreneur life to live in a cabin in the mountains. And uh, I want to be able to share that stuff with you. So if you guys haven't subscribed uh, to Marshall TV or the Marshall Gillen Show, whether you guys are listening to us on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, maybe you're watching us on YouTube or Facebook, no matter where you're tuning in from, first off, like I just got to say for real, like for real, for real, thank you so much for tuning in. Look, Gillen gang, I don't know if there's something you've been struggling with in your life at all, but I just want you to realize is that one of the things I've been struggling with lately is relaunching the Marshall Gillen show and what it is that the world wants from me or what I should give to the world or what I want to give to the world. And so I just want you guys to know that I'm sorry I've been gone for so long. And I really, I mean, I really truly appreciate it. And I've learned a lot of things and I'm just excited to share new stuff with you guys. And so there's nothing behind it. There's no intention. I have no coaching to sell. There's no course to sell. Like I just don't want to do that anymore. I just want to be able to live my life and do my things and run my businesses and just share with you guys openly without any strings attached. And so if you guys are brand new to the Marshall Gillen show or whether you guys have been following Marshall live for a very long time, or if you guys know me like, yo, what's up? Um, and if you don't like say something below, uh, or like leave me a comment or something like this. Um, but I just want to say thank you so much for sticking with me, trusting in me. And I just want you guys to know that the direction we're going in is really just my journey of how I'm going to I actually start my homestead, a sustainable living. And the first thing was to leave everything behind, move out here to the mountains, which I'm in Montana now, and then it'll be to acquire land and so on and so forth. So as I share those things, I want to be able to learn from you guys. One of the things I've been called to do lately is a carnivore diet. And that's what this video is specifically going to be about. And uh, I'm going to break this up into three different parts. Okay. So if you're wanting to know more about uh, why I might be doing a carnivore diet, uh, what I'm going to be eating, exactly how I'm going to be eating it uh, for 30 days. Or if you guys want to know how you guys can get started too, I'm going to be breaking that all down in three videos. And so this first video right now that you're watching, uh, one, if you haven't liked it, do so. And if you haven't subscribed to the channel, do it and ring the bell. Uh, that way you guys can stay up to date with these things. There's a lot of noise out there. There's a whole bunch of bullshit going on. So if you know that you want to learn, experience, know more about ancestral living, total health, human optimization, biohacking, then just make sure you subscribe and make sure you ring the bell. And if you guys are listening to us on podcast, same thing, leave us a review. Us. It's just me. Oh, I guess, you know, I guess unless you, well, never mind. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this video, I want to be talking about why I'm actually going to a carnivore diet for 30 days. So I'm going to be doing a strict carnivore diet for 30 days, zero carbs. And I guess I shouldn't say strict because like strict, strict would be like meat only, but I'm going to uh, do eggs as well. And so first off, in this first video, I want to, I want to share why I arrived here because I know a lot of people have been, you know, hearing about carnivore diet. Um, at this point right now, I'm telling you guys, I can't even freaking believe that I'm actually going carnivore diet because it's like, when I first heard about this as a diet, I probably like two years ago, <laughs> my mind was so fucking blown. Like it was fucking blown. I'm like, wait a second. I'm like, wait a second. Wait a second. Okay. Wait, hold on. Wait. Okay. Okay. Wait a sec. Okay. Hold on. Okay. So wait. Okay. So what you're telling me 
is that these motherfuckers eat meat and only meat. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's what's up. I'm like, okay, okay. So wait a second. So you're telling me, bro, that these, I think it was my buddy, Larry Tucker, who runs International Network of Hearts. Uh, they rescue and rehabilitate uh, victims of sex trafficking, uh, literally between the ages of two and 18. Uh, one of the most amazing men I've ever met. Uh, his mom's amazing and the organization is amazing. I have no affiliation. There's nothing to that. I just love Larry. I love International Network of Hearts. And uh, maybe if you guys are watching this and there's something you want to donate to, like go to International Network of Hearts, find him on Instagram or Facebook or uh, type it in Google. Anyways, so Larry's there and he's telling me about this. And he's going, yeah, bro. Like they, they just like they just uh, they just eat meat. I'm like, oh my god. One, that sounds awesome. Uh, and two, that can't be healthy. And you know, he's t- he's telling me all these things, and um, I'm like, dude, like I, I'm sorry, I don't believe that's healthy, right? And so it's interesting because uh, I'm 36 uh, at the time of shooting this video, guys. I just uh, turned 36. I just had my 36th birthday, and um, oh my god, oh my god, someday, you guys. Someday I'm going to tell you about what the fuck happened on my 36th birthday. Um, you literally won't believe it. I can't believe it. I felt like I was in fucking high school. So I'll be I'll, uh, someday soon, hopefully, uh, I'll be revealing uh, what actually went down on my 36th birthday. Um, but anyways, it was just my 36th birthday. Uh, shout out to my uh, friend, my good friend, Casey. What's up, girl? Check this out. She got this for me. Dylan gang it was a little birthday present. Shout out to my good friend uh, while we're doing this, I guess, right? I didn't plan it to do this, but shout out uh, to my uh, real good friend and special person, uh, Evelyn Gonzalez. Look at this. It's, uh, um, if you guys are listening on podcast, it's um, uh, Marshall, come on, is um, Obsidian, Black Obsidian. And uh, it's like, it looks like a, like a bear claw, or almost like a, something like this. And it's got a little wolf uh, carved into the end. A uh, little necklace that I'm wearing. So that's like really special. Something that's amazing. Black Obsidian. You guys know uh, that I'm into crystals. I don't know how many people you know that uh, carry a nine millimeter on them, but also put the crystals outside to charge every full moon. But that's what martial life's about. What can I say? What can I say? I'm fucking well rounded. Like, what do you want me to say? I'm sorry. I'm sorry that my AR sits next to my yoga mat. Like, okay. Like, there's things I like all kinds of things. Okay. Um, I get manicures and pedicures, but I'm wearing fucking hiking boots right now. So I just love the idea that we as human beings don't have to be like one label thing. Like you should just fucking figure out what you like to do in life and then do that shit. And if there's like an eclectic, a bunch of shit that you like to do, like you should fucking do that shit. And so um, that's what this whole show is about. But let's get into what this video is about. I've rambled long enough. Uh, What I was getting at though is um, someday I'll tell you about my 36th birthday, but you know, I just turned 36 and I would say probably for like probably about the last nine years now, I really started to get more health conscious of uh, like, like overall health. Okay. And so when I was a young man, I was like high school, I was an athlete. I got a couple offers to play division two football uh, back in the day from my little high school. I went to high school in, uh, in Illinois. I'm a little guy, five, six. I, I do. I can't, I used to tip the scales at 190 back then. Just a solid corn fed fucking farm boy, right? Just ugh, five, six, like 190. Uh, right now I'm at five, six, 165. That's about where I walk around at. Um, but I'm deadlifting 500 pounds. So don't try no shit, right? Uh, anyway, I'm just kidding. But uh, anyway, so for the last nine years, so being health focused has really been my, my thing. And so it's interesting because Something I've always said is like, I've always eaten my vegetables, like really focused since 27. I'm like, I've always get my vegetables in every day, but with definitely with a big meat focus, but just eating what I now would call unconsciously, like not conscious eating, not being fully conscious of what it is I'm actually putting into my body, 
where is that coming from? Like, what, what was that? I don't want to get too far into that right now. But be, I became more conscious of what I was eating. And I just remember I used to joke around all the time with my, with my one, well, I had two long-time girlfriends between then, uh, two years and five years. But anyways, over those, like, seven, those last nine years, I'd always joke around and I would be like, man, I hate vegetables. Like I hate my vegetables. Now I'd like eat them down. I'm, oh, I hate vegetables. I'm so grateful. I would always, and I swear to God, this is my thing. Oh, I'm like, oh, I hate great vegetables, but I'm so grateful for access to good nutrition. I'm so, I, I'm so grateful to access to good nutrition. And I feel like for the last few, like those last nine years, I kind of just choked down vegetables. However, this whole thing started, you guys can catch us in different podcasts and I'll link the different, I'll link that video here later. Um, this whole thing started in March of 2019. Uh, I was with my friend, uh, Larry Tucker. We were, um, in Thailand and I ended up taking some mushrooms for the first time ever. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, uh, actually on March 20, I think it was March 23rd, which was the full moon, which is also, there's 12 different full moons throughout the year. That was the Libra full moon. So I guess you could say by accident, right? Like, coincidentally, randomly, I had my first ever mushroom trip uh, on a private island called Koh Phi Phi Island just off of, uh, uh, just off of Thailand, the coast of Thailand. Um, and it changed my life. I don't want to get into it in this video because I want to stick to why I'm going to a carnivore diet. Um, I'm going to try it for 30 days. Okay. Now remember, this is a three-part series. So tomorrow, uh, the next video uh, that you get, I'm going to show, I'm going to break down exactly what it is I'm eating, how much of it and why I'm eating it. And then on the next, the last video, I'll show you guys how you can do it too different things that you could take into consideration, all the things that are available and how you can make it work for you. So if you guys, again, haven't subscribed yet to the podcast, the show, make sure you've done that, like this page, okay? Um, so I have this whole thing, I'm eating vegetables, but I had this mushroom trip. Now, at the time of this mushroom trip, that was in March of 2019. January of 2019, I started to, I literally, you guys, well, I know what it is now, but at the time I had got, I started to get this irrational fear that I was going to be murdered. Like, cause I live downtown San Diego and it's in, well, I'll get to it in a second. I thought I was going to be murdered. Like literally, uh, I, I lived in a high rise downtown with my girlfriend. Uh, she bartended five blocks away at this open, open air concept kind of bar. And so I always, I listen, this is the most irrational thing that I've ever felt. Like I swear. And I knew I was nuts while this was happening. Stick with me. This is about why I'm going to a carnivore diet. It's just interesting. And so it's January of 2019. I am essentially at this point in my life at the peak of what it is I've been trying to create. I'm now traveling the globe speaking. Uh, my brand is becoming globally known. I'm making multiple six figures. I started a business from scratch, like the whole American dream. I'm talking, saving lives, talking about your message, your message. I'm selling courses. I'm selling coaches. I'm selling retreats and workshops and masterminds. Like making a ton of money. I've got this gorgeous girl next to me who we fucking hate each other. We fought all the time for five years. And, but it's just like, everybody would look at us and go, you look at our power couple. And it was like such guilt. I think, and I'm sure she would say the same thing. Like we loved each other. I don't, that sounds terrible. Me and my ex-girlfriend at the time, we loved each other very, very much, but we just were not happy with ourselves. We didn't love ourselves. And so the only reflection we could ever bring to the relationship was one of lack of of scarcity. And so it was nobody's fault. We were a reflect, we, we manifest an external reflection of how we felt internally. And so anyways, um, where was I going with that? So my girlfriend and I did it. Uh, oh yeah. Um, by all intents and purposes, by January, 2019, I had this, I had everything I'd worked for 
from being a broke little farm boy who wanted to kill himself to all the shit you guys know from my past. It's like January of 2019, I'm standing on the 21st hot floor of my high rise, right? Floor to ceiling windows. I'm looking over at the fucking Pacific Ocean is right there. I'm overlooking downtown San Diego. Not only that, I'm overlooking the two bars that I used to work at the 10 years prior to that where I used to hate my life and cry myself to sleep in my fucking Coke and alcohol driven addictions because I was like, my life is never going to change. And now here I am. Um, I could see both of those motherfucking places from my balcony, from my office. Like I had everything. They told me, they told me that if I made a lot of money and had a good business and made a bunch of impact, that I'd be happy. Get the girl, have the place, all the things traveling. I would be happy. So like, you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Okay. Now, I didn't know any of that in the beginning. I didn't know any of that then. In January 2019, I, I developed this pain in my stomach. Um, you got can see like right here, whoop, right under my rib cage, right? Like where your pancreas or something like that would be, right? And so um, I, I don't know. It just started out of nowhere. I've always been an excellent specimen of health. Uh, physicals, that's what the doctors always say. Literally, you're healthy as a horse. Literally, you couldn't be any healthier. Like these are the things they would tell me my whole life. And so uh, I was really perplexed on what that pain was. But at the same time, I started to have this irrational fear uh, that I was going to be murdered while walking to, to, uh, to the bar. You know, I'd, I'd be like five o'clock at night. I'm like, oh my God, somebody's going to stab me. They're going to stab me. And I'd get to like, somebody's going to shoot me. I, I, this irrational fear that I was going to die. And I've always, kind of, I've always dealt with mental health issues, right? Probably some sort of form of ADHD, which is not a real thing, but we're not going to go into that right now. Um, all kinds of things, right? Uh, depression, uh, attempted suicide, you guys know. And so I just, I just really, my mind started to run wild. Now, I can look back on it now and go, okay, well, it's because one, you are so out of alignment to what your internal being is actually wanting, uh, living up to everybody's ex other, everybody else's expectations. And so- you know, again, I'm getting to why I'm going to a carnivore diet. This started when Larry was telling me, yo, bro, like those people eat meat. I'm like, what the fuck? Those people eat meat? He's like, yeah. And then we went to Thailand shortly after that. I had a mushroom trip. I was like, holy shit, none of this is real. The only thing that matters is love. Like, what the fuck am I even doing? Um, and since then, uh, that was like, that was at the time when I thought I was going to die, right? My pain, this pain in my stomach was like, becoming unbearable. And I remember when I got on the plane to go to Thailand, I didn't tell anybody, but I felt like I was going to die. I felt like I had cancer for sure. And it's a whole nother crazy story I talked about in the other, uh, the, how the whole mushroom trip went down, but I thought I was dying. And so a uh, long story short, I had an ego death from that mushroom trip in Thailand. And so I had, a, I really started to wonder, okay, well, I'm going to die of cancer. That's what I was thinking because my stomach pain hurt so bad. And so I started doing all these crazy Re, I started researching a ton of stuff, like how do people heal, how have people healed cancer naturally and yada, yada, all these things. And it really, I mean, it blew open my world to, to quantum physics, to ancient medicine, to uh, spirituality, to nutrition, to biohacking, to epigenetics, to um, all kinds of things, right? Things that were not taught and I didn't know, which is why I made this fucking channel on the Marshall Gillen show. Oh God, I love my life. I want you to love your life too. And so anyways, I just opened my world. And so what I discovered is there was a lot of research that seemed to back the idea of eating an all plant-based diet, going completely vegan to heal people from cancer, from diabetes, from all kinds of shit. Just time out real quick. At this point, 
I believe that literally it's all a figment of imagination. I don't mean that in the rude way. I mean that like in the most like hopeful, like, oh my God, you're telling me all it is is in my imagination. I'm like, yeah, bro, like literally all you got to do is just imagine it and then believe it and feel into it and, and it exists. Um, and that's what you're going to watch me do over the next, like I told you guys a year ago, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get so good at the law of attraction. Um, I'm going to be able to show people exactly how to do it, like plain and simple. Um, so I'm very excited about where we're going together, Gilling Gang. Oh, I love you guys. Anyways, um, so I started uh, I, I, right there in the moment. I mean, I got back from Thailand. I, I stopped eating sugar altogether because, look, be honest, sugar causes cancer. Quote me on that, and we can get into a big, long talk about it if you want to. Oh, one, one, one. Oh, what's up? Coffee pot's wrong, but I just looked down. It was like one, one, one. I'm like, oh, what's up? Numerology. How many people do you know, literally, you guys, that carry a nine millimeter on them, but also like believe in numerology and wear crystals around their neck? That's what the best, but that's the best thing about when you really become awakened to just like what it is that your soul wants and needs. And last March, when I started eating an all plant based diet, that's really where it started for me. I could tell that my soul was trying to tell me a bunch of things for a real long time. And you guys probably too. They literally just feelings. Like you have to understand that your true being or God, like the God, whatever it is, source energy, whatever you want to call it, it, it is nothing but pure bliss and perfection. Like that's it. It's ultimate enlightenment. It's all is it's just complete bliss. Okay. So what you have to understand is that unless and there's been moments you can probably think of, like, what's a moment really? Close your eyes and like think right now. Like, what's one time in your life when you just distinctly remember, like, oh my God, like this is the perfect moment. If I could freeze this moment forever, I would love to, right? What is that moment for you? Now, at that moment, that's what your true inner being is like. Per, that, that's perfection. Now, look, if you're, finding that, if you're finding that through like ways that are unresourceful, through drugs, alcohol, through uh, abusive or addictive or compulsive habits, um, it's not quite the same thing, but it kind of is. And so it's, it's not right or wrong, good or bad. It's just like, look, man, there's all kinds of different ways to experience life. Um, but uh, that feeling is like that's what perfection is. And so all of your emotions, they simply exist as a barometer to tell you how far close, which direction you are from being in your inner true self, which is complete love and bliss. And so all of these emotions and these feelings we're having, a lot of times we're taught to repress them or to not pay attention to them or all these things. And what I was learning is that our emotions are actually stored in our body. Now we could get into the deep science of this if you wanted, but let's just keep it like super simple and understand that only 5% of our memory, again, you guys, I'm getting into why I'm going to a 30 day carnivore to only diet, no carbs. I'm going to do some experimentation. I want to share it with you guys, but this is how I arrived here. I want, I, I guess in a way I, I got, well, see, this is why it's been so hard for me to get started on making videos again, because like, I, I don't want to sound like I'm justifying why I'm telling you to do this. I'm just trying to be credible. And I'm like, well, this, uh, anyways, that's my shit to deal with. Anyways, so um, what I'm realizing is that, or what I, I know is that only 5% of our memory is stored in our, in our brain, right? The other 95% of the memory that happens, the emotions that we store with situations is stored in our body. 95% of our memories, literally your memories are stored in your body. You go, how is that possible? Because your body is only made, is made up of 50 to 70 trillion cells. And so all of those cells have DNA in them and in that code is the information to 
like again, not to get too far out there, but like all of the information uh, that ever existed, that ever exists right now, and that will ever exist is literally is stored in every single thing that you can see or imagine or not even see. Like that's what the cool thing about this is. Anyways, so what I started to learn is what emotion is actually stored in, in our cells, right? I started to understand where dis-ease starts. Dis-ease starts in the body becomes a physical manifestation called disease. Remember, I thought I was dying of cancer. I can look back now and be like, my soul knew that the only way left to get my attention was to take my health. And I look back now, it could be cancer, it could be an ulcer, I don't know, but I'm getting to that and why I'm going to a carnivore diet. So um, I uh, started learning about these emotions and I was like, okay, well, maybe if I can eat these plants and I can follow this diet and I can start to really change the way that I feel and these things that I'm doing and why my emotions exist and if I can stop judging my emotions and literally just accept that that's what it means to be alive is that I get to see the, all the colors of the rainbow. I get to experience the full spectrum of emotions as God intended it for us to be, to be able to experience what it feels like to be alive. Like... You guys know I'm a big crybaby. I cried myself to sleep last night. I, I was just feeling a certain type of way, man. And I put on these sad country songs and I cried. Like I was literally, I'm 36 years old. I was crying like a baby. And you guys are like, baby, like, why are you crying? It's just like, I'm at a point in my life where I love myself so much. I'm excited to be able to return that love to somebody. And I'm not like, like oh my God, it's got to happen. I'm just like, I, I'm craving that. But not in a way, like a, not in a lack because I... I, it's not like I'm craving it because it's, I, I don't want, I'm not sending out energy to the universe that says I, I lack this. I, this is not mine, right? Because we get what we think and feel, okay? So I already know without a doubt unequivocally that that girl is out there, that woman that's going to be my wife and be, my, and be the mother of my children. Like she's out there. And so I can sit and think about like I can close my eyes because I know what that feeling feels like. Like I know what it feels like even, even though it was with the people that, that didn't work out with or that whatever. I, there's still moments in time where I can tap back into, and I, I know what it feels like to wrap your arms around a woman and just embrace her and just love her and protect her and just be laying, like, I know what that feels like. And so it's the same thing that, like, I'm manifesting now. The point that I'm getting at is I just was having a little cry session last night. You know, I'm, like, feeling bad for myself, but I'm sitting there crying. I'm going, oh, my God, like, I'm so thankful for this be, because it's been so long since I felt a certain type of way so strongly about somebody that it would be impossible for me to be crying that hard last night if I hadn't experienced what the opposite of that was. And so you guys have got to understand that that was the big aha moment for me is how can I fall in love with the contrasts in life? Yeah, like I was sad last night in the moment. And instead of judging my emotions or telling me that's weak, that's dumb, uh, what are you doing? And like just bitching and like belittling myself, I just I just cried and I played that conscious observer where I'm kind of I'm like my awareness is watching myself crying, like crying, 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 right? And I'm going, good job, Marshall, you're alive. And I'm thanking God because I'm like, holy shit, like anabolic, right? <laughs> I'm like, thank you, I'm thank you. And really, I'm not trying to be funny, but I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much because. What I got to experience was so worth it that I will gladly go through the sad phase. And I'm good this morning. Like, it, it, like it's good. It was an emotion that passed, like a cloud in the sky. I didn't judge it. Now, I, I, you know, if I think back, I'm grateful for it. Because, again, I find and draw gratitude from being at the actual, the good experience, which was the bliss, right? 
anyways, I'm kind of off on a tangent, which you guys listen to Marshall live. <laughs> you guys know that I love to get off on a tangent. So let's get back onto why I'm doing the carnivore diet. And so here I am. I'm learning all this stuff over the last year. I burned down my business. I lost all of my money. I moved out of my high-rise condo. I broke up with my girlfriend of five years. I left San Diego after 13 years. And I moved to the middle of fucking nowhere, Illinois. And I lived in my grandparents' house. Both my grandparents are passed away. And I thought I was dying of cancer. And it was just uh, about winter time. Uh, it, was, uh, it was actually the middle of December. And winter had just started my first winter in like 13 years or something like that, 10 years, something like that. And um, uh, there was no internet this town. The house is barely any furniture, barely, it's just an empty house fucking sitting there. And I just, that was the place for me to go. I have a long and complicated story with my parent, my mom and stepdad and less whole things. We're not going to get that in this video. So that's the only place I had to go. Literally, I had no place else to go in the whole world besides this like basically abandoned house with no internet. And I was there for two months and I started to learn a bunch of stuff. But what I really had done over the last year is from March, I went completely plant-based, 100% plant-based. I would say vegan, but I ate honey, okay? Uh, not to get off on a tangent again, but uh, in Ayurvedic medicine and Ayurveda, which is basically an ancient Indian science, uh, the science of life, basically. Um, um, in Ayurvedic medicine or in Ayurveda, they believe that honey is literally the most healing and the most healthiest food, is that word, that you can possibly eat. Um, it's one of the only, it's, I think it's the only source on earth that has all of the amino acids plus some, uh, and it's the thing that closely mimics, the closestly mimics blood. I don't know if that's a word either. I'm a professional speaker, uh, but I haven't spoken on stage in over a year now. So maybe I'm just a little rusty anyways. Um, so here I am, uh, I've been on this plant-based diet for a whole year, uh, almost a year. I think it was like uh, 10 months and I, it was the turn of the year and I had just decided like, man, I really want some meat. Now, when I started the vegan diet, um, everything was great. Energy boost for the first couple months, everything was great. But then I like literally I, I had rebranded myself as this whole food dude and all plant-based and I mean a whole fucking thing, which is just bananas. And um, I redid the whole thing. And so my whole brand, like, to, and, and so now I kind of feel like I trapped myself into having to stay plant-based. And I started to make myself feel guilty for wanting to eat meat and all the things that I thought I believed in, all this bullshit I was telling myself in my head. And so I stayed mostly plant-based, but I started to introduce fish. And then I had a steak. And over the last couple of months, I have probably been about 80% plant-based, 20% uh, meat-based, where I'd have, like, I'll have a big-ass steak or something like every, uh, like once every two or three days. So maybe more like 70, 30, something like this. 65, I don't know, but you guys get the point. I have, I'd have some meat like every fourth or fifth meal um, and just little bits of it because the ideology I had is that meat was going to give me cancer. Uh, I can't have that and all these crazy things. Um, I don't want to eat the animals because it's a transfer of energy and blah, 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 blah which again, I'm not, listen, get in where you fit in. There's some people that I know that make it work, um, but I'm at a point in my life where I'm feeling this calling to return to this ancestral way of living. And what, what I mean by that is, when I finally moved here to Montana three months ago, I'm living in this cabin. I've been going hiking and camping backcountry all by myself and, you know, doing all these awesome things. That's why I ended up getting a gun is because I was um, attacked a couple of times by wild animals. Um, and uh, it was sketch as fuck. <laughs> but anyways, um, uh, and so this return to Montana is really kind of just that man. It's made me wake up to so many things I, I kind of felt always but didn't really know. 
And so all these things, this mental health stuff, all the wrong choices, the, 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 what I think is an ulcer. I don't know. It might be cancer. I don't know. Like all these things, like, like, no, it's not. It's just an ulcer. Anyways, um, all these things going on you know, over all these years. And I kind of came to Montana, like letting everything go. I something inside of me was feeling called to the mountains. I thought it was going to be Boise, Idaho. Turns out it was, uh, the Flathead Valley area of uh, Montana. But, um, when I got here, I just immediately felt at, at home and it's so weird. Yeah. I mean, I'm literally like the town is like, I don't know, 2000 people or 3000 people or some shit like that, that town. But I'm like off the outside of the town. I'm down a couple dead end roads. Like, you know, it's just, I've had this return to this, just this feeling of being home. I can't explain it being unplugged. It's like, you know, we always say it's like, there's no Wi-Fi connection out here, but it's the best connection you'll ever get. Right. And I think that's very interesting because I've been feeling that. And so moving to Montana, I've been incorporating more meat into my diet. And I have found that my body has really responded like really well to reincorporating a little bit more meat back into my diet for the first time since for years now. <coughs> Excuse me. wrong freaking pipe, ma'am. Anyways. Um, and so, you know, I was kind of, I'm feeling better. I'm having more energy. Like, you know, I'm feeling more, more hormones return, which I'm, you know, I saw these freaking things, right. I'm like, man, like fucking like, let's go, you know? And I started doing more and more research. And the more and more research I started to do was based around how did our ancestors eat one regionally and then two seasonally, meaning like, you know, if I was in the Mediterranean right area, what was I eating there? If I was indigenous to that area 300 years, 400 years ago, like if I lived here in Montana, you know, and I was part of the Blackfoot Indians back in the day, like what the fuck were they eating? How did they survive winter when they didn't have, you know, a grocery store and stoves and like indoor housing? Like, how did they do that? What were they eating? And I don't know why I was called to this, but it's like the more time I spend out in nature, the more time I've connected to to the wildlife, to the backcountry, to just being present and that with no expectations of things to do, but just seeing the magnificence that God has made. Like, wow. Like I always say it's like this, like, dude, imagine, imagine if like you were in a spaceship, like this is a movie and you're shot off earth and you guys are looking for like a new home. Right. And you're on a spaceship and it lands like one, imagine how fucking anxious you'd be getting out of the spaceship onto a, a brand new planet. That's not earth. Like that would fucking be mind boggling in and of itself. But imagine if you got out and then like the captain looked at you and he was like, all right, like just so you guys know, every single thing on this planet is alive. So be careful. You would be like, what? Like what? Wait a second. Wait, what? You're telling me that everything on this planet is alive. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Everything. Yeah, yeah. So like the ground I'm standing on is alive. Yep. What? You'd be like, what the fuck? Everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so that's something I realized. And I know I'm out there for a lot of you guys, but I'm being dead serious, man. Like when I got out into nature, it just made this awareness that I'm like, wow, like all this shit exists together. And for some reason, I started becoming interested in ancestral living. And so when I started becoming an interest in that, I really started to dial into like, what were the people eating since I'm in Montana? You should do research on like, if you want, like what, wherever you are at regionally. Okay, well, cool. You live here. Perfect. In that region, what were people indigenous to that region eating during this season? 
and how, what, what would they be eating in the springtime, in the summertime? Like, I'm very interested in that. I'm very interested in understanding my circadian rhythm. So I don't get up to an alarm clock anymore. I get up when my body wakes up, which is always at like right at 6.30, which is about when the sun comes up. And then I turn down all the lights, you know, around probably 7, 7.30. And, and I have candlelight or something like this, right? And um, I, I wind down. And I've been very interested in, in true total health. Like, how can I get back in that natural rhythm of what it is to like be in tune with the sun and the moon and the seasons? Like that's, that, I mean, you think about three, 400, 500 years ago, like how, even longer than that, like how are people living? They, there was no artificial lights. There was nothing, right? And so I don't know why my soul has been called to this. Like I don't, I don't know you guys. That's what this show is about. I'm sharing my journey with you. But I've been called to like just return to that. And so what I started to discover is that, you know, obviously in the wintertime, it's very obvious. And my roommate who I stay with, uh, you guys are going to get to meet Adrian one day. Um, that's my big bro. Like, fucking man, that is my dude. Um, I love him. And it's like been a godsend, literally, uh, because he's been able to help reflect a lot of the stuff. He's a Taurus. He's a bull. He's a little bit older than me. And he's like a big, strong dude, uh, half Mexican, half Italian, a very stoic man, um, true, like kind of quiet leader. And so he, you know, he, he, he's, he is the reflection that I need, the kind of hard voice, the hammer sometimes. And, you know, it was a nice reflection he made the other day. He's like, bro, what the fuck do you think they were eating in the wintertime back here? You think they were eating a bunch of plants? He's like, no, fucking plant. And he like, he was not, he's not like preaching at me. He's very, like I said, very stoic, very, you know, talks, you know, very slow paced. Um, and I was like, it just kind of was like, oh, this ding, this bell, like, oh my God, he's right. And then that led to more research. And I just started to think, man, what would it be like to try an all 30, all, uh, all meat diet? Now, what would that be like? Because obviously I've done enough research to realize that a carnivore diet won't kill you. And there are scientific arguments both ways. And I'm going to get into that in the third video, the science behind this dis distinctly. But it's like, man, you know, there's science that proves that eating animals, you can get all the nutrients and vitamins that you need. Like, all of it. You have to eat nose to tail, beak to tail, whatever, which means organs and collagen and fat and meat muscle and all the things, beak to tail, nose to tail. And understanding that, well, you know what, if our ancestors, that's exactly what they would have done. No part of the animal would have gone to waste. And the more and more I started to learn about this, the more and more interested I got in it. And I, and I, um, the more and more, you know, I want, I was kind of being called to start eating meat. However, what I also noticed that everything in my life seems to be pretty fucking awesome. And everything's like going pretty fucking great. I'm making money. I'm fucking doing what I want to do. I'm saying effing a lot. I'm sorry, guys. Um, but for some reason, a couple months ago, my ulcer returned um, and started hurting every day, every night. Could be cancer. I don't think it is. Actually, I know it's not. Um, but um, my ulcer returned. And it's like, it's been that, it's been kind of gnarly. And so I just thought, you know what, like, when is a better time to try this? Because I know that there's been science that's been backed and people that have been, that have proven that an all meat diet has actually cured autoimmune different uh, types of autoimmune diseases and ulcer is tech an ulcer peptide whatever pepta whatever the fuck peptic ulcer is um technically uh an autoimmune disease of the gut and so i was like you know what there's never been a better time to try this something seems i don't know what it is and so really how it started was about two weeks ago three weeks ago i started eating eating only wild game so like if I can't get it, if it wasn't harvested locally, I don't eat it. Uh, and my honey will be the same thing here too. But eggs, um, elk, uh, bison, uh, I haven't eaten any beef, but I'm going to eat some beef. Locally sourced pork, uh, crate free, um, all the things. 
Okay, it's um, what the fuck kind of pork is it called? Whatever the old the old world kind. Yeah, I'm sure I can't remember. Anyways, and uh, it's been like I've just felt so I don't know what it is. I felt so much energy. I felt so great, and I've just felt like so much more connected to where I'm at. For me, the next transition will be to be able to harvest or or hunt uh, my own animals. That will come next season. I actually this spring I think that we're gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go on a bear hunt and a cougar hunt. Um, you can eat that meat. So I'm one of the things that's interesting as I was listening to a podcast with Joe Rogan and Paul Saldino uh, the other day, if you guys haven't heard it, um, it's excellent. And if you guys are interested in the carnivore diet, you guys should check out Paul Saldino, uh, the carnivore medic or MD carnivore MD, I think is his handle. Um, awesome. Awesome. Good. Uh, anyways, uh, you know, it's interesting because Paul was talking about this podcast. He's like, uh, he did a bunch of research and what his research was had revealed to him is that indigenous tribes that were interviewed throughout the world when they were asked, uh, I mean, these are all kinds of studies done and you have to listen to the podcast to get full context. But basically what the, these, these indigenous tribes were asked is, you know, what are some of the best memories that they had? And it was never, you know, anything like the, the, the overwhelming thing that indigenous tribes from across the world, independent of each other, the number one thing that the guys, the people that were the most proud moments of their life is when they killed uh, an animal and were able to feed the tribe. Like that was like the epitome of their life. Right. And you think about that. And it's like, that's the same thing that uh, from hunting it's like, or from harvesting from the land is I don't want to have to depend on going to a grocery store. I just don't want to. Like if I have to be in excellent fucking shape, be able to run up and down these mountains to track an, an uh, elk, I will. If that's the trade-off that, that my ancestors would have had it done, then I can't think of a greater feeling than, than being able to go out and have the means and the ability the knowledge, the health to be able to track down a bear, to track down a cougar, to track down an elk, a moose, a deer, like whatever, right? You be able to harvest that one so you can eat it from nose to tail, so you could you could survive like our ancestors did. And again, we could get more into this why why this is and why I've decided to do this, which we will hear in a second. But it's like, you know, I'm starting to realize that I want to live more like that, more more ancestral. And so uh, I decided to do this 30 day carnivore diet. Uh, because of that. And because I said, Hey, maybe it's going to heal this ulcer that I have. Maybe it's going to completely eradicate it. Finally. And I think it's going to, and uh, I'm in today too. Right now, today is my second day. I'm eating two meals a day. I'll make a video about that tomorrow, but really what kind of got me over the edge and I'm going to massively simplify this. And if you guys want me to get into a deeper conversation, but I can make another video, but massively simplified. And literally you guys have done hours of research. I've read a few books, uh, audiobook and uh, a shit ton of fucking whatever you call them, PDFs, right? Um, about just, just learning about carnivore diet, what I need, how to do it. Um, and again, I'm going to be breaking that down in the next video, how I'm doing it, how much I'm eating. But massively simplified, really, what I learned basically is that, and you, it makes sense, you know, you have to understand that plants, uh, they have roots, so they can't get up and run. Like they can't, they can't get up and run. They can't, you know what I mean? So evolution has made plants have to create a defense. And one of the defenses they create is they, they create different molecules or different hormone uh, reactions in your body through their chemical makeup. They literally are toxic. Most plants are toxic. If you think about it, what Paul Saldino says too, is that he's like, yo, bro, you can eat basically any animal, but you can't eat most plants. Like if you see, if you live down around the equator and like, there's like 90% of the things that if you just eat, you, you will die. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so what I really started to understand is like, more about oxalates and all the different reactions that eating plants causes, especially eating things like seeds. Like we've got to understand that there's a reason that animals 
choose certain parts of certain plants and why they don't choose others. Why, why do they choose the leaves? Why do they eat the grass? Like, what's the difference? And you got to understand that plants, in order to stay alive, they need, if an animal was to eat it, they need to have a, re a reason why the ant, a reaction. So the animal will never want to eat that part of it or that plant again. And so, you know, when you think about seeds or you think about the fruit, right, which falls and disintegrates and becomes a seed, like if you think about that, that's the most sacred part of the plant because that is what carries on its life. Like just because it's a plant doesn't mean life is any different. Life is gonna, wants to survive. That's all it wants to do in any, in any consciousness level. And so when we eat or when the plant is, uh, the fruits are eaten or the, the seeds are eaten, we're really eating a plant, part of the plant that is naturally not going to react with the body. Now I know that there's certain people are going to be like, Marshall, what the fuck are you talking about? The science proves. Okay. So yes, you're right. So let me just say this. I think at this point, and whatever's true for you is true for you. Like, listen, get in where you fit in. I'm not, this is just my experience. I am to the point where I believe that plants are a medicinal. So like, yes, I believe that, that plants can heal. I think that they should be eaten medicinally. You don't eat cough drops all day. That's candy because it's, you don't eat, that would be ludicrous just to take medicine, just to eat medicine all day. And I'm getting to the point where I'm starting to think that about plants. I mean, you think about back to our ancestors, they weren't hunting out tubers and which most of our food one is completely changed from what it used to be like sweet potato. There was no sweet potato back in the day, right? Like they, if there was, it was probably a like very small, a smaller root, like less dense, like less nutritious, but you know what I mean? Like they weren't seeking those out. Okay. Like in a time of survival when there was nothing else, or if they really fucking sucked ass at hunting, um, then maybe, yeah, they're, they're eating something like that. But by and large, you got to understand that most of our ancestors were not eating things like seeds and, and these, all this stuff. They were trying to be sustained by meat. They were trying to be sustained by the animal because they realized that there's a cycle in this whole entire thing. Obviously, I mean, come on, I'm a child of the eighties, like circle of life, Lion King. I'm not going to sing for you guys cause I suck. But, um, so I started, I started to kind of think about that. I'm like, well, you know, that's interesting how animals eat certain, only certain things and yada, yada, yada. And so, um, long story and massively simplified again, I got into the science behind what's actually going on inside of an animal. Which parts can you eat? Turns out you can eat literally the whole animal and, uh, what, what is definitely stored. I will say this, what I have learned and science has shown, and uh, there's a ton of research behind it, that minerals and vitamins, let's just say macro and ma micronutrients, macronutrients and micronutrients, macros and micros are best bioavailable, are best, the best bioavailability of them is from animal sources. So like, meaning if you eat plants, your body can't absorb and effectively use the ingredients inside the plants as effectively as it can from an animal source. Okay. So you go, well, there's all kinds of different things. And, and again, well, I'm not going to get into that. I'll get into that in the last video when we actually get into the science of it, but why I'm going to a 30 day all meat diet is for all of these reasons. I've done all the things I've done the, the vegan I've done plant-based largely. Like I've never tried this. I've been wanting to try it. I have a few reasons that I want to try it. I feel called to it hardcore. And so what you guys are going to be seeing me do over the next 30 days is really getting into this diet and just check me out. I'm going to review it and see how it is for you guys. Uh, I heard that the number one most overwhelming uh, uh, consensus is that you have to get ready for mud butt. Got some mud butt coming, I guess. Uh, basically, because I've stripped my diet of all carbs and fiber, um, 
there's a different system within my body, within my digestive system that's got to switch and like it's got to click over into a new type of uh, a new hormonal process, basically that allows my food to be digested, processed, and absorbed and and distributed and used in a different way because I'm going to be void of carbs, um, and that's going to cause me to shit a lot. Yeah, so uh, it's interesting that if you guys listen to Joe Rogan's podcast about it specifically, uh, he talks about, he's like, it was a rough, he said, it was like a, what did he say? Like a curious, it was a curious two weeks or it was a, it was a, some kind of spotty two weeks or I don't know, uh, dangerous or I don't fucking know. But basically what he's alluding to is saying like he had to shit all the time. And so I'm lucky to work from home. I'm lucky I have nowhere to go. It's snowing out right now. Um, so I'll let you know how the mud butt goes. I mean, I'm just going to keep it real. I always take good, healthy shits, though. Um, I've always taken good, healthy shits, but uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that's going to go. Um, but again, that's why I'm going to a 30-day uh, carnivore diet, zero carbs. I won't stay on this. After this, uh, I'm going to want to eat more ancestral. And so like, I definitely, I'm definitely going to be reincorporating honey. Honey is a staple of my diet. It should probably be a staple of your diet, too. But um, I'll get into that in another video, like what my ancestral diet is going to look like. But for right now, let's just stick to the, the task at hand, uh, which is a 30-day carnivore diet. This is why I'm doing it. I'm not some crazy dude who like was like, oh, bro, like carnivore diet, fuck yeah, I'm going to do that. Like, no, nah, man, like there's a lot behind this. That's why, you know, this podcast was so long. This, this show was so long uh, today because um, there was a lot. Uh, there's some context I want you guys to get behind it because I don't know where you're at in your life or what you're doing. But what science has shown, what a lot of people are starting to say is that in addition to uh, curing or healing uh, a lot of autoimmune diseases, it's doing things like giving people more, more energy than they've ever had. People are sleeping better. They're processing their food better digestively. Uh, they're feeling better. They're actually looking younger. I keep like hearing something outside. I'm like, what the fuck is that? If you guys listen, I'm listening on podcasts, you're like, what the fuck is he talking about? If you're watching on video, you're, keeping, you're like, why does he keep looking over your shoulder? It's because it snowed all morning and now the snow or the sun is out and the snow is melting and there's like a, there's a roof on my cabin like this that's um, tin. And so it's just these big sheets of snow. They fall off on the deck um, and it, so I was, I'm always like, what the fuck? He's out there. Anyways, um, I just want you guys to know like I'm not some crazy dude that's just like oh, following some kind of like, you know, uh, internet fad. Uh, this is why I'm trying it. Uh, and although I will not be eating in all – 100% carnivore diet after 30 days. I do want to give this a try. I want to report on it. I want to let you guys know what I experienced, what you guys need to be aware of. Uh, but again, in video two, I'm going to be breaking down exactly what it is I'm eating throughout these 30 days uh, and uh, how much I'm eating of it. And then in the last and third video in this series, what I'm going to do is I'm going to break down uh, the different tiers, different levels, uh, the different stages of a carnivore diet. So you guys have a full spectrum uh, to choose from if you want to go into carnivore diet, if you want to try a more ancestral way of eating, a more ancestral diet. So uh, you guys, I hope this has been beneficial. Maybe this has created a little bit of light. Again, you guys, this is just kind of my feelings. I'm going to get more into the details and the science behind it as it goes. Why, what vitamins, what minerals, how much, how little, how much protein to how much fucking ounces and grams and blah, 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 blah. I'm going to make it so simple that a six-year-old could do it. Um, and I'm not calling you stupid. I'm just saying, hey, hang tight with me. Uh, this is just how I'm feeling about why it is that I'm going to a 30-day, how I went from March or January of 2019 when my friend Larry said, there's dudes eating all meat. And I'm like, what the fuck? To being like, uh, I think I'm going to only mostly eat meat from now on. 
Um, it's been a crazy turn of events, but I'm just like, life is so good. And there's something about this that feels so fucking right. And so I'm excited to continue to share this with you guys. Uh, thank you for being patient with me the last six months as uh, the Marshall Gillen show has been pretty spotty. And I'm sorry about all the bullshit I was talking about. Yeah, I may feel a certain type of way, but I don't give a fuck about that stuff anymore. And so I was debating if I should take the old episodes down or leave them up. I'm going to leave them all up, uh, but just know that I've grown and evolved from that point. If you want to talk politics and stuff like that's cool, but I'm not really into it. I don't really care about the stuff that's going on in what I call now the matrix. If you guys tune into the channel and subscribe, I'll be referring to it as the matrix often. But um, yeah, I just, you know, if you unplug from the matrix, it's all good and none of that stuff really matters. And so I just want to share with you guys more of the stuff that I'm learning that I'm actually doing day to day, which is like how, uh, which is I'm going to be building a homestead, a fully sustainable uh, compound retreat center uh, within the next three years uh, here in Montana. Uh, that's the whole purpose of being here. And so like, this is just my whole entire thing. Like I want to, I want to share with you guys this knowledge. Why is it that I, I go to the fucking mountain and I fill up these massive jugs of mountain water? Like, why am I so particular about only drinking fresh spring water? Like all these things Like, there's so many things that I do, uh, why I'm going to go out uh, in the snow and the fucking ice and get in that, that horse trough of ice cold water. Why am I going to do that? Right. Why do I, why do I do yoga? Like, you know what I mean? Like Marshall, you carry a gun, you do yoga. Yeah, bro. Like I do yoga. I try to do yoga almost every day. I like doing, I like, I smoke before this video. If you can't tell, uh, uh, if you are watching, I've listened to us on podcast. Um, my eyes are fucking cashed and I didn't realize I didn't put in eye drops until I'd already started. Um, anyways, I like to smoke a bowl, uh, put on some nice music, uh, put on a candle and just stretch in front of my bed, foam roll right there with no lights on, just candlelight kind of like just kind of relaxes me and it's able to part of my nighttime routine. And so <sighs> I want to share that stuff with you guys. I want you guys to be able to learn and take away from the things that I'm doing. And so uh, for that reason, I won't be talking about any of the other stuff I used to be talking about. So let's not get into it. Um, I love you all. Like I love all of you, uh, no matter what you choose to do in the matrix. Uh, and if you guys want a chance to unplug and know what it's like to return to like literally what it's like to return to you, to God, to the earth, to just being part of it and learning how to let go of all the things that don't matter and really find fulfillment uh, in life, uh, then this channel uh, or this podcast is going to be for you. All right. I will see you guys in video number two. Uh, thank you so much. And if you guys want uh, to connect with me more, make sure you visit me at marshallgillen.com. Uh, you guys can find my free eBooks on biohacking on fasting. You guys can find trainings. There's blogs and podcasts and there's merchandise and there's freaking um uh, news for the next upcoming event, Marshall Palooza, Marshall Palooza, January. Uh, we're having a, a, um, a five day, sorry, five day, uh, event, five day. I hesitate to call the party, uh, but it's going to be during the first full moon of the year. Uh, and it's going to be a very, it's a spiritual journey. We're having a psychedelic adventure, but it's a spiritual journey. Uh, it's only gonna be for a few people. It's going to be, uh, the most healing event, uh, that you have ever been to that I guarantee you. Uh, but anyways, marshallgillen.com if you guys want more information on that kind of stuff. Otherwise, thank you for tuning in. And the next video, I will be talking about uh, whatever the fuck it was I said I was going to be talking about. Um, uh, oh, yeah, what I'm eating for carnivore diet, uh, how much I'm eating of it. All right. I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Share this podcast with somebody. And I'll see you guys in the next one.